Live from the slightly twisted deck bar, it's the Poojie Podcast with Justin Lameen. The Poojie Podcast is proudly sponsored by Cimarron Golf Club, located in Jacksonville, Florida, off County Road 210, just west of St. John's Parkway. What is going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to episode 53 of the Poojie Podcast, our special Halloween episode, and in fitting fashion, the Jaguars' sixth straight loss in scary fashion, and we are in the middle of the nightmare here in Jacksonville. It is not a good feeling right now, so it's perfect that Halloween is our bye week. I'm really, really looking forward to it. In fact, you know, last week I was chugging beers. This week, I think it's time for us to pop bottles to celebrate this bye week we have. <laughs> there we go. Jaguars aren't playing this week. We're extremely excited here in Jacksonville. I've uh, I just can't even get enough of it because that's how excited I am. Jacob, let's go over to you real quick. Uh, I know this is a weird episode. Not doing anything really on script. We're just going to go through some stuff right now. What have your thoughts been so far through si- uh, seven games for the Jags? Through seven games, just like where I'm at right now, my background, the season is in the graveyard. The season is over. It felt like it was already over. But you know what? This last week's game was pretty good just because, you know, we looked awful, which is not what we want to see. But we started to do some good things and saw some fight from the team, and we still got to lose. And you know what? At this point of the season, that's what we want to see because once you're one and six, you're not hoping for wins. You want to try to get that first or second pick, try to get Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields because at the end of the day, I love Gardner Minshew. But, you know, we're probably going to have to fire everybody. We're going to need a fresh restart. And having one of those, those quarterbacks is probably an opportunity we have never had. And so while the season feels lost, I hope that it brings out change for next season. Yeah, I mean, by God, have we, uh, have we needed change for some time here? It's just ridiculous. I'm tired of chugging the beers and popping the bottles and excitement for my team not to be playing. I mean, watching that game this past Sunday, there was no excitement. James Robinson, like a seven-yard run on the first play of the game, wasn't even excited. It was just like, all right, let's just get this thing over with because it's just been so dismal to watch as a Jags fan. It's just been, you know, awful. Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields would at least bring a little bit of edge back to Jacksonville. We haven't had a quarterback of that caliber in Jacksonville for some time. And I mean, like you said, we've had bright spots with James Robinson. LaVisca Chenault looks okay. Like he's going to become something special. But at the end of the day, I'm tired of not caring about football on Sundays. But I do want to go over to Sam and special guest Maddie. Maddie, I know you are excited for football on Sunday. So thank you for being here to at least shed some light as to what it's like to care about the NFL. Maddie, if you could, about your Miami Dolphins sitting at 3-3, three and three, having Tua Tugavailoa coming in after the bye week against the Rams, what's the feeling down there in Miami? Feeling's good. Feeling great right now. We didn't lose last week. We got a new quarterback coming. There's a little bit of excitement, a little bit of flavor. Not that Miami doesn't usually kind of bring that kind of deal, but, you know, it's feeling good right now. (laughs) I like it. I mean, you got to be feeling good. You got a rookie quarterback coming in. I mean, hopefully the offensive line can keep him protected. I know he's a lefty, first lefty to start in the NFL since 2016. That's making some headlines. But it's also making some headlines with Ryan Fitzpatrick getting benched. He's a little upset by that. Do you agree with Ryan Fitzpatrick getting benched, uh, you know, three and three to start the season? 
Is it time for Miami to push their luck and keep Fitzpatrick in, or are you okay with them moving over to Tua? Is that what the city needs? Uh, I'm a little bittersweet right now. Uh, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick's been rolling. Like, I mean, three and three, he just whooped the 49ers who were just in the Super Bowl. Like, I mean, six months ago, you thought they, they were going to be the next best thing. And uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, the kid out of Harvard, is whooping them. You know? Um, but I think it's two a time. As, like, as much as cliche as that sounds and as much as the marketing is going to tell you about it, um, I think he, he's excited people in practice. I mean, you saw what he was doing in college, throwing NFL receivers with an NFL offensive line, falling against the SEC, which is basically NFL bound anyway. Um, and I, I think it's the kind of like that hope, that's a little bit of spark, you know, to, to interest your team too. I agree. I'm be, uh, the spark is, is what it's all about, right? Like just giving those fans something to be hopeful for. And that's what they've done going from, what was it, 0-3 to 3-3? and Or was it 1-2 to 3-3, and something like that? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure we went 1-2 and two and then turned that around. And then 2-1. and one. So, yeah, so there, a, lot to be, a lot to be excited about down in Miami outside of the fact that the Marlins seem to be getting on the right track. The Heat were in the finals. You know, obviously the Florida Panthers, what might be the fourth team down in South Florida, made the playoffs this past season. So a lot to be excited in Miami sports. Sam, to you, I do want to ask you, what are your thoughts right now? Are we drinking crappy beer? Are we drinking top shelf? Where are we at uh, in your eyes? Well, guys, it's Halloween weekend. So we got our strip club officiator up there. We got Freddie down below and we got a clown up top that's me i'm wearing the jags hat and jags fans same boat we usually are in just sad state of affairs around the end of october but hey it is what it is we got the nfl draft coming up saw some mock drafts this morning got the jags third overall that puts us in play for any quarterback any offensive line whatever the new gm's heart could possibly desire is on the table. So that's exciting to me. I love my job season. Let's go. Sunday, however, I will be Sam, you cut out there. Sam, you cut out there for a second. I'm going to come back. Fantasy team. You, uh, you cut out, Sam. Uh, let, me, let me go over to Jacob and, and you get that Wi-Fi figured out there. But, Jacob, obviously, I know what I'm going to be doing this Sunday as I watch other NFL teams and fans have fun. But what are you going to be doing this Sunday? Obviously, UCF plays on Saturday. But how are you going to enjoy this Sunday without another miserable Jaguar performance to, uh, I guess, uh, demoralize you as a fan? Well, like you said, UCF Saturday. We got Halloween. Halloween should be fun. I got my buddy Jason Voorhees. Um, Sunday. It'll be nice to not have to worry about the Jags losing to anybody. I'll be watching fantasy, get some red zone action in. I got two teams. One's really good. One is really bad. So we'll probably be cheering on one a little bit more. But I guess at the end of the day, it's just nice to not worry about what are the Jags going to do? Are we going to finally fire somebody? Um, but I guess we are at the point of the season that even when they do play, it doesn't usually ruin my day when they lose a game because at this point it's laughable. We just know we're going to lose. I don't see us beating anybody left on our schedule but um it should just be a fun fantasy day a chill day to just relax and enjoy some good football you know what I'm saying I completely know what you're saying and fans out there listening I 
as much as I don't want to apologize, I apologize for just bashing the hometown Jaguars. But as a diehard fan, I feel obligated to hold them accountable, um, much as they hold the fans accountable for not showing up to the game. So if they're going to hold us accountable for not showing up to the games, we'll hold them accountable for not showing up to the games either. And Sam, earlier, you just cut out briefly. I want, I want you to jump back in. What are you going to be doing? I know you said it's mock draft season. What are you going to be doing this Sunday uh, while, while the Jaguars enjoy a bye week? Yeah, sorry, cutting out there. My con- internet connection's a little unstable, but I mentioned that I'm number one in fantasy, so I'll be watching my number one fantasy squad. That's two leagues, by the way, not just one, two leagues. Number one, Devontae Adams going nuclear every Sunday for the Green Bay Packers. I'm watching it, NFL Red Zone. I'm there every day, one o'clock. That's every Sunday. Let's go. Around what time in a Jaguars game do you typically flip over to NFL Red Zone since you have uh, no longer want to watch the Jags? So we got 1 p.m. 1 p.m. <laughs> we, we got a system. We got a system. I have the Jags game up on the big screen. I have the laptop on Red Zone getting constant action while I, I make everyone else in the apartment watch, watch the Jags game. I, I'm sorry. I like it. No, don't apologize about that. If we have to torture, so do they. They get tortured as well. Um, We've been doing it our whole life, so yay for us. But I'm glad you brought up NFL Red Zone, transitioning to some other NFL matchups. Maddie, I want you to give me your thoughts on some of these games, too. I've done it with these two fools for the last seven weeks. Time for your turn. Atlanta at Carolina, the Thursday night matchup. What are you excited about in that matchup? Uh... I had just heard today that Christian McCaffrey's coming back, so depending on how he plays, that could be a huge factor. Um, I don't know how uh, – I haven't really seen much of the Atlanta or Carolina play this week, or play this year, rather, uh, outside of hearing that Atlanta's been choking in the fourth quarter more than fucking anybody else. Uh, yeah, Atlanta, uh, three fourth-quarter leads blown late in the late in the fourth quarter, too. 95% win probabilities gone down the drain three times this season. So maybe it wasn't Dan Quinn. Um, Jacob, let's go to you. New New England at Buffalo. I mean, this any other year would be an exciting game uh, in the AFC East, but looks like the Dolphins kind of have control of second, if not first by year's end. What are your thoughts, New England at Buffalo? 15 seconds. Well, it's an interesting game just because, you know, I think this is the first time that Bill Belichick's been two and four in a long time, if ever. Um, but the Bills had a had a close one with the Jets. I still think the Bills will win this game. I think they're just the better overall team. So I definitely think the Bills take care of it and, and show their dominance over their rival. And, uh, I, I mean, I, I'd have to agree. I think the Bills are obviously the better team there. Sam, for you, we're going to give you your, uh, your friend, Derek Carr and the Las Vegas Raiders at the Cleveland Browns against Baker Mayfield, who seemed to wake up and learn how to play football in the second half of last week. What do you like there? Uh, my friend, yeah, me and Derek Carr, we go way back, but that's another story. Um, the Browns, man, Baker Mayfield, my boss is a big Browns fan, and he didn't have many you know, expectations for this year. Odell Beckham actually gets injured, and Baker Mayfield's QBR, completion, everything goes up. So it's one of those situations, kind of like the Jags last year with Leonard Fournette, where you remove a pivotal player from the offense, and suddenly everything just kind of gets a little greasier, gets a little, you know, Baker Mayfield's kind of scan his reads a little bit more, making better plays. 
Nick Chubb is still out, scheduled to return in a couple weeks, actually. But I see the Browns continuing their continuing their dominance. I mean, great run game. Baker Mayfield kind of turning the page, kind of looking like that number one overall pick that they originally got. So I like them, um, even though they're the Browns. It's a new season, and they're and they're taking advantage of it, all their opportunities. I like it. I mean, let, let's see what they can be. I know people in Cleveland are excited for that team to finally become what they project them to become, and, and maybe it is time. And who knows? Sometimes losing a guy like Odell Beckham, as, as sad as that is for the fan base, a superstar like that, sometimes that uh, superstar diva mentality uh, kind of getting off the field does wonders for a team. So we'll see if that pays off there in Cleveland. Obviously, never want to see someone go down with an ACL injury, but let's just see how it pans out for Cleveland. We got Indianapolis at Detroit. That's going to be an exciting game that no one gets excited for. It'll be a great ending. Minnesota at Green Bay. I expect Aaron Rodgers to win that game by at least 21. Jets at Kansas City. Uh, Kansas City could possibly shut out the Jets 42-0. Uh, and then let's go to Maddie right now. I mean, he's a hometown guy down in Miami. Like he's got his he's got his Dolphins fandom wearing on his sleeve there. What do you got? Rams at Dolphins. Uh, give me. I'll give you forty five seconds to uh, run through that game. Uh, Rams at Dolphins. Uh, really determines how well we're going to be able to keep uh, Tua safe. Uh, the O line has been playing way better this year. Uh, it's pretty much almost an entire new cast. Uh, you know how they're going to keep. Aaron Donald in check, keep Jalen Ramsey in check. Uh, that'll be a big thing to see. Uh, defensively, the Dolphins' defense has been playing lights out. I'd love to see what they do against Jerry Goff. But a struggling run offense and a couple, like, jank receivers. I think the Dolphins actually have a decent chance to play this week. Yeah, it'll be, uh, it'll be an interesting one to see. I mean, they went out to San Francisco and beat the 49ers a few weeks ago, like you said. Let's see if they can stay home and beat the Rams. Rams just played last night, uh, won big time, 24-10. Uh, only touchdown by the Bears was a fumble return for a touchdown there by Eddie Jackson. So uh, the, the Bears uh, not seem to get it rolling. The Rams, on the other hand, they seem to have everything clicking in the right direction. Uh, Jacob, let's, let's go to you real quick. Tampa Bay at New York Giants. Now, this isn't typically a game that I would want to talk about, really. Uh, it's not too exciting. But by what margin do you see the Buccaneers beating the Giants? Wow. Yeah, I mean, I was kind of surprised. We've not really seen a good second-year jump from Daniel Jones. I mean, Brady and that team starting to hit their stride. So who knows if they win by, you know, at least like 20 points. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Where is it? Is it in um, New York or is it in Tampa? It's, it is in New York. Yeah, it's, it's Tampa at New York. Don't matter. They're going to win by at least 20. That team is god-awful, but they would still be the Jags. Is there any team out there that you think the Jags would beat? You said no. You think they're going to go 1-15? and 15? Yeah, absolutely not. I don't think – I don't even see the Jets losing to the Jags. I mean, I, I think that's a stupid thing to say, but until I actually see it, how can you pick this team to beat anybody? That's – I mean, that's fair enough. That's accurate to say. Two biggest games, I think, on the slate for this week are going to be – uh, 49ers at Seahawks, I think that's a huge one. And then also Steelers at Ravens. Both of those matchups are going to be electric. Uh, going to be exciting to see if Lamar Jackson can kind of shed that uh, persona, I guess, of not being able to win those big games. Obviously, the Steelers are undefeated. The Ravens uh, trying to pick up a game there in the AFC North. 49ers coming off a very big win. The largest victory 
uh, at home. Uh, largest loss, excuse me, margin loss by Bill Belichick as a Patriots coach at home this past weekend against the 49ers. Going to be exciting to see how Seattle bounces back from that loss to uh, Arizona last week. So until next time, guys, I got nothing else. Do you have anything else you want to discuss about NFL this week or uh, just football in general? I'm excited to see Calvin Ridley on Thursday. Got him in both fantasy squads. So as you can tell, Devontae Adams, Calvin Ridley, that pairing is going to take me a long way into the championship. Let's go, baby. That's that's pretty impressive. I mean, those are two first-round picks there. I don't know what league you play in that allowed you to get both of them, but uh, good job on you. I mean, I'm coming for you, though. I'm coming for you. I'll beat you, Marketplace. I'll get you. But um, anything from you, Jacob? I mean, my fantasy, I got my work league, which I'm number one in, so I had to show them what's up. But my Yahoo league with my college buddies, I just set my lineup based on injuries, based on bye weeks, my optimal lineup, and I projected 81 points. So it's looking to be a bad week for me. I'm already 2-5. and five. I got to do something, but it's probably over with for me. Maybe, maybe just go spend a day at the beach, watch the sun rise, and then maybe wait until the sun sets and – just enjoy a Sunday, a nice November Sunday at the beach here in Jacksonville. That might be your best bet if that's what you have on the fantasy front and the Jaguars are not playing either. So, but that's all I got, guys. That's all I got. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, be sure to go follow on Instagram, the Pooji Podcast, on all podcast streaming platforms as well as on YouTube. Be sure to subscribe and hit that notification bell. And happy Halloween to everyone. I know this was a, a little bit of a different episode, but we just wanted to have fun with this one and enjoy the bye week, not have to dive into any awful Jaguar football. But until next time, be sure to wait for the uh, Field of Fern on Saturday mornings and the weekend sports rundown on Monday evening, and go make this world a better place. Take care. How can I be the man when you're the man? How can I be the man when you're the man? How can I be the man when you're the man?